Hello, and welcome to Attack of the Queer Wolf. I'm Nay. I'm Michael. And I'm Mark. Hey. Hey. I'm eating a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) Michael's eating a cookie while we, you know, while we actually all eat cookies inside of Rebecca's lingerie drawer tonight. Mm. (laughs) So we're kind of the worst. Mm, Silky. Crumbs all in your Getting caramel all over her dirty panties. Mm. Is that what that is? I'm feeling sapphic tonight, (laughs) Nay. Yes. Is well, that what it is? <laughs> I almost spit out my Coke Zero. Why uh, am I drinking this? Well, that's perfect because I cannot wait for us to get to it. But first, I want to know what everyone's been watching this past week. Tea time. Mark, go for it. Okay. Um, I went to Beyond Fest and I got to see a triple header of David Cronenberg's early work. It started with uh, Shivers, followed by Rabid, and then. It was actually it was I only got a triple header um, because I could not stay for Scanners, which was the final movie in the uh, in the program. But uh, it was just the best. I love David Cronenberg so much, and his early work, even at its like most kind of bumpy and rough <laughs> and like low budge, is just so visionary. All his and, brilliance is already there. Yeah, it's yeah. just like you, it's amazing to watch the progression. Like the first uh, Shivers is about. I have that right, don't I? Shivers is yep. about. I was there too. I know. Yep. Uh, and don't give me that look, Nay. <laughs> Nay shoots a look that would like kill, kill. a cat. Yeah. Like it would well, just literally just... stun a house pet. <laughs> Correct. Like, the TV behind her. <laughs> <laughs> My hair turned white. Um, it's like Heather Langenkamp. <laughs> <laughs> yes, part three, Heather Langenkamp. Um, we had a friend ask us to go. Yes, and be who had secured tickets. Uh, Okay. What? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just now I'm going to like get glared at while I talk about this. But like Shivers is amazing. Shivers is literally about like what what if zombies but like rape. It's like the most unsettling. It is so unsettling and so kind of – it's such a comment on sort of the sexual revolution, uh, the sexual revolution of the seventies, and sort of the kind of the sexual revolution, I guess, reaching Canada um, in some way, shape, or form. It's deeply unsettling. It is, and in ways that you're just like, well, this movie would never get made again. Uh, then you have Rabid, which is brilliant. Shivers is really cool too because it takes place all in an apartment building. Yeah. yeah. So there's like, it's really interesting to watch something like that because there's like no escape. Yeah. You know. you know, you know what I did like about Shivers too was that the zombies are. It's about a, basically a zombie outbreak, but as a sexually transmitted disease. And um, but like all of the zombies who are horny, the straight ones are all like really aggro. But then there's a there's a segment where there's three gay male zombies, mm. and they're actually just like, "Hey, Mary, would you want?" To- <laughs> yeah. They're they like speak. knock. They they speak yeah. and they just knock on the guy's door and they're like, "Hey, Mary, you want to go to a party?" Yeah, <laughs> like, and like, I think that's the line. And I think when we see them, they're like talking about how they just went shopping or something. Yeah, they're just <laughs> like <laughs> they were just like they were just. I don't know if that's Cronenberg. And they're shirtless. That's yeah. the best part. I don't know if that's Cronenberg literally being like, "I think the gay male zombies would be a little more chill," or yeah. if he's just like, "No, these are just gay men in the seventies. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's the twist. It turns out they're just gay guys. Anyway, like that and Rabbit and The Brood, which is just oh, an so early, weird. early total fucking masterpiece on his part. And then I went to the Arrow and I got to see more from the Beyond Fest Cronenberg program. I got to see Crash, which is not the Paul Haggis crash about how everybody <laughs> wants to connect in Los Angeles by crashing their cars, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this is the batshit brilliant 
Cronenberg uh, one based on the J.G. Ballard novel that is about uh, James Spader, Deborah Kara Unger, Holly Hunter of all people, playing um, sort of disaffected yuppies in Toronto in I've never seen the this. late 90s who discover uh, that they cannot stop eroticizing car accidents and oh they cannot and they be- basically begin uh, altering and evolving their libidos and sexualities and to for some of them actual bodies like cars like machinery it is it is a movie that that like the book it is a movie that really sort of uh, predicts uh, kind of singularity theory I think hmm. in a way um, it's Really unsettling. It's really funny at times. Oh, and okay. weird. Deborah, Deborah <clears throat> Kara Unger plays James Spader's, uh, I don't know how else to describe it, nympho wife. <laughs> <laughs> literally, like there's literally no other way to describe her who, as this sort of fuck zombie that she's just totally like out to lunch and just completely <laughs> in search of, of, of body parts. Uh-huh. Like all day, she's just ready to grope. At all times. And it is, I remember thinking her performance was funny the first time I saw it. And watching it, I was like, this is an amazing performance. I don't, it's a completely unsung performance. I don't know how she sustained it. I don't know how she did some of the sex scenes. What did. year was that one made? I believe. I just it, said that, like, what year was that one made? I, <laughs> I want to I wanna say 98. Don't quote me. Oh, really? I want to say 98. Interesting. Okay. Um, I can look it up. But anyway, uh, and then I saw Spider. Of which was his other movie with uh, that he made. I forgot that they did like a whole thousand whole, wow. whole, whole thing for Cronenberg at Beyond Fest. Anyway, he's just wonderful, marvelous. I loved it so much. Anyway, that's me. What wow. did you guys watch? What about you, Michael? Um, ninety six. It was ninety six. Ninety six. Okay. Um, I have actually Brennan has been doing a Children of the Corn viewing. Yep. And I am doing that version with Halloween right now. Ooh, it's probably smarter. Nice. So I was in Cleveland visiting family over the weekend, um, and it was super busy. But when I did have a moment to myself, I'd watch a Halloween movie, and I got through, let's see, I got through one, two. I skipped three because Brian wants to see that, so I'm going to watch that with him. He's never seen it. Hey, Brian. Uh, Hey, Brian. Um, One, two, four, five, and six. Damn. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's... uh, yeah, I want to watch part three again. I do too. We could do a part three screening at my place. If you guys want to come and watch it, because yeah, I huh. love it so much. I I love that that movie now has like an appreciation. Like it's actually got a very positive. It's like a cult film now. My man was in it. I know. He's the little I kid always at the very forget about oh that God. dancing around with one of those masks. Uh huh. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's got a. It was like crushed when it was released. And it probably took a good 30 years for it to wild have an appreciation. And now it's considered like one of the better Halloween films. Yeah, I mean, well, um, look, fans with expectations cannot handle themselves. No. Well, like, honestly, like, it, it had to have been totally jarring to go see that in the movie oh, theater and be like, where the fuck is Michael Myers? Like, what? What? What is this? It's a killer chip and a, there's a TV involved in it. Um, so <laughs> I skipped that one, but... <laughs> They uh, they were not they didn't make a bad decision by retconning the new sequel like <laughs> at all because I used to love part four that was actually used to I used to always say it was my favorite sequel and even it's still pretty great but even the, it's it can be rough to get through that movie 
Um, yeah, I don't the, really fuck with a, a lot of them. A gas yeah, station blows cool. up in that movie. That's like that's pretty I'm great. In, in and then there's also like someone thrown on like the um, town's power supply, which yeah. is so great. Yeah, but one of the th- <clears throat> favorite things about the original Halloween, what makes it so scary, is how loud it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they really they really carry that wisdom through those sequels. Through don't the they? sequels. Um <laughs> But I love that I can find watching them though, I get a sense of nostalgia, obviously, but I also can yeah. find something great in every single one of them, including part six. Like I find the atmosphere in that movie to probably be the best atmosphere in the entire series, including the first. If okay. you think about the first movie, there's like <clears throat> no Halloween decorations. They have like five leaves that they keep recycling. <laughs> you know what I mean? The the atmosphere in Halloween six is on point. So uh, the only thing that's that 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 movie has Paul over the other movies is Paul Rudd's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> if you bring up Halloween Six around gay people, immediately they're like, "Paul Rudd, did you see Paul Rudd's in it?" <laughs> Paul yeah, Rudd, like he wears these jeans. He wears these cute little jeans. Yeah, like their legs immediately go into stirrups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been having a lot of fun because, like. To me, at the end of the day, there's no such thing as a bad Halloween movie because they're fun as fuck. You know, Friday the 13th, Mm -hmm. same way. Fun as fuck. Nightmare on Elm Street, same way. Fun as fuck. You know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of people shitting on H2O. You want to shit on H2O? It was great. It shows a fabulous movie. If you want to shit on H2O, fuck you. Yeah, Yeah. it's a fabulous movie. I don't care that it's basically 70 minutes long. It doesn't matter. It's the best thing about it. It's fantastic. That shit moves like crazy. It's got fucking Michelle Williams. Josh Hartnett's hair. so cute. (laughs) Josh Josh Hartnett cutting his own hair before every take. Like with child safety scissors. child safety scissors. (laughs) It's got that great... That great, uh, great moment. You know, like the the door grate moment. And that the... Lori seeing there's ju- uh, Carrie Tate, headmistress of the very exclusive private school. When someone says to me, "Well, it was it, it's like a scream. It's got a scream flavor to it." I'm like, "And yeah, like, yeah that's you know amazing. Why. Yeah, you it know was why? 1998 because that's Kevin why. Williamson yeah. brought you horror back in the 90s, <laughs> yeah. and you owe it all to him. Yeah. Thanks. So I, I love H2O. Respect. I H2O um, closely follows the formula of the first movie. Um. In that it takes its time, mm-hmm. which too many people, filmmakers, I think today, and then don't let films breathe. And even though it's only like eighty-eight minutes, it, it's a movie that breathes, and like it earns, it earns. Like you earn as an audience member, you earn everything with that movie. Because yeah. like the scares are genuine, and the acting's pretty great, and. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a, a fun ass. movie. What's wrong with having fucking I know. fun? Why can't we have nice things? Uh, <laughs> nice. But yeah, so I'm going to continue with H2O because, oh, now I want to watch it. Can we pause and watch that really quick? Yeah, yeah. see you uh-huh. later. Um, <laughs> so yeah, May, what about you? Uh, oh my God, I've been binging Big Mouth. Oh, oh I've never so seen funny. it. I hear it's oh, so funny. Maya my Rudolph and that. I. Maya Rudolph is everything. The hormone monstrous like, or whatever they... I've been fucking losing it, like screaming by myself in my room. Okay. Well, that's not unusual. Do I need to start with the first season? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. That's a whole other... Okay. All right. I mean, you might as well. There's right? a detour. It's only two yeah, seasons. watch. Yeah, start from the beginning. Okay. You know. It, oh, my God. It's really funny. Okay. I, it's clever. It is so funny. Yeah. I did not know Maya Rudolph did voice work on that show. Oh my god. She's my favorite. She First time you hear her, fucking you're like, blows ah. me the fuck away. Yes. Okay. Like, Have you watched I, Forever yet? No. Oh my god. I know. 
It's just all I want <laughs> is Maya Rudolph all the fucking time. She's so fucking good God. on the show. Fucking yeah. Uh, her. her um she is so talented. And I think we talked about this before. Like, why is she but I think we said it was because her humor is a little bit different. But like why is she not lumped into that like great uh, troop of female we did talk com- about that com- comedians, you know, like mm-hmm. or just comedians in general. She's so brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Like but your she's... mom's fucking mini Ripperton. Hello. Like you you a bad bitch. <laughs> did you guys yeah. did you guys see that beautiful profile of her in the New York Times? I did a couple not weeks ago? No. Uh, look it up, look it up. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. We'll and do. so she just she just seems like an incredibly centered, smart, wise person. And she's and you know, and on top of the fact that she's just so fucking funny. I mean, I loved Maya and Marty. Her variety show that she did with Martin Short like two summers ago okay, was I fucking mean, amazing. It was hilarious. She's brills. Yeah. Uh, Brennan, <gasps> have you watched anything recently? Yes. Um <laughs> Well, okay. No, what I'm going to pull... No, I'm so excited. Sorry. Um, hi. Just Brennan, like, Brennan just did a little happy dance in his hair. I'm producer Brennan. That's me. Um, I'm going to pull in Nate and talk about something that's totally off track. <laughs> no, you're, you're like... Oh, sorry. No, you're like, I've been watching slime videos. Like, that, that's your tea time thing. I love it. But I'm keeping a close eye on this parody Twitter beef between Macaulay Culkin and Devin Sawa. <laughs> oh my god, what? I've noticed. Is oh it, it's, they're both in on it, right? Yeah, no, it, it's a joke. Okay, because it's um, fucking hilarious. Hold on, I'm going to pull this out. But they're just like mockingly having a beef with each other. and it's, Macaulay keeps like photoshopping Devin into like the most random things. Yes. Like pretending no, he's Devin Sawa. No, he... he, he <laughs> see, really I, I'm just going to straight up read these in tweets yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, Macaulay Culkin posted a picture of a fake farmersonly.com profile oh gosh, for Devin Sawa. And it's a picture of just a guy with a shirt that says Devin Sawa with an arrow pointing up at his face. <laughs> and then Devin Sawa responded, he's like, my wife saw this and filed for divorce. When I, when I told her it's just Mac messing around, she said, yeah, right, look at the shirt. That's you, you scumbag. <laughs> he's like, you went too far, bud. You ruined my life. Now I'm home alone like you, jerk. <laughs> and it's just really been It's just nice. My, it's a nice yeah. distraction. Devin's, is he on a TV show right now? He's on a, one of the DC CW shows, correct? I would not know. I saw, um, I saw a clip of him on something. I was like, hmm, he's a tasty dish. <laughs> anyway, I also, in honor of last week's episode with Chris Landon, um, I watched The Rage Carry 2. Yes. <gasps> Um, which came out in 1999. Yeah. I loved that one. Emily Burgle. And yep. Mina Suvari. <laughs> and yeah, Mina Suvari. Finch from American Pie is yeah. in two and a half scenes. Um, Zachary Ty Bryan is mm-hmm. in it. Zachary um, Ty Bryan. Yeah. Dude. There's, there's a safe word. Yeah. For you. <laughs> 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 okay. Just, I, oh my God, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Just like, well, speaking it hurts. Of, it hurts. <laughs> Keeps going. Uh, Zachary, Zachary Ty Bryan. Ty Bryan. Oh. <laughs> Speaking to that, that is a boner killer. If I in know. the because we, when we watched when we talked about Carrie, we talked about how like watching it now, there is a lot of material about like how it treats women and how things that haven't really changed and things. That, looking at it now, it's like oh, that's rough. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. This one's exactly the same, but with a little less of a, a cushion to it. It's mm-hmm. a it's a rough watch. I mean, she's it, raped. Yeah, well, in it, a way, it's right? it's about a bunch of white football jocks who assign points for sleeping with women, and have a contest, and then one of them 
is maybe going to get in trouble for statutory rape, but he gets his lawyer dad involved because he needs to get his football scholarship. And it's Zachary Ty Bryan, mm-hmm. his character. Uh, no, actually, he's he's helping this guy. Oh, Zach and Ty O'Brien's like the ringleader, the scholarship guys. It doesn't matter. Um, oh, you know who else? This, this movie is so 90s. Even Jason London's in it. Right? Oh, yes, yes, he, he is. He's like a 35-year-old playing a senior um, in school. <laughs> so yeah, it's, I, I, hate to, I hate to say this word, but it's, it's, it's very Kavanaugh. And it's it uncomfortable. Is. And it's awful. Um, but it was, I mean, this movie was directed by a woman. It was directed by Kat Shea, who did... Um, Poison Ivy. Poison, yep, Poison Ivy. Um, oh, why haven't we talked about Poison Ivy Oh, yet? it's coming. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, my Lord. God. And I will say, getting through the first hour is very rough, but, you know, the inevitable Carrie can come up. What's her name? Cher is, from the Clueless TV shows. In yes, it. she's in it, too. Rachel Blanchard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These are actors' names. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, just trying to help. The, the comeuppance... Is very satisfying and it's very cathartic, but you have to trudge through a lot to get there. Oh my God, her tattoo going through. Her yeah, body. God, I don't want to. I don't want to. In the beating heart of her, t- her yes. tattoo. Yeah, I don't want to so. like spoil it, but can I talk about a death or should I just not? Dude, I mean, 1999. Yeah. yeah, a guy gets his dick blown off with a harpoon. Zachary Ty Bryan does. No, I, yeah. it's the other guy. I think. You have the wrong actor assigned to the. Okay, wrong I never person. watched I love, that I show. Trust me, okay. I know who Zachary Ty Bryan. I know whose dick got blown off. Okay. Don't tell me who's. Don't talk to me about Don't tell, me who, don't tell me who Zachary type okay, I, love, so, I, love, for, I love the two seconds ago that we were worried about, like, should we spoil the rage carry you? <laughs> like, you know, there's like some incel on Twitter going, like, dear Queerwolf God, <laughs> I am offended. <laughs> <laughs> like, just <laughs> for me. Anyway, it's very satisfying. It is. Um, but, like I said, it, it, it's, a, it's a bit of a rough, a rough I mean, situation. it's a big, it's. It's a movie on toxic masculinity mm-hmm. in every which way. Yeah, but um, also, spoiler alert, the dog lives. So, A+. Plus. Bomb. And also, yes. I'm, uh, this, isn't, this is not at all a plot spoiler, but like literally, the, the, it's Rachel, who is the Carrie proto... Well, Carrie's half-sister. Yeah, whatever, who cares. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's her dog, but when she, you know, carries everything... Um, the dog just goes to the one surviving person, and I'm just so happy that the dog has just been passing, being passed around between everyone. I love it. Mm-hmm. He's doing great. His name is Walter. <laughs> Gets hit by a car. That's Poor Walter. But he's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, he lives. What about Sue Snell, guidance counselor? <laughs> oh, she's not fine. <laughs> Poor thing. I had a traumatic experience in high school. Yeah. I'm going to spend my life in one. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, just uh, like okay. All right, well, that adds up. Anyway. That tracks. Yeah. Amy, uh, Irvin. Amy Irvin was just like, hey, why, why not, right? God damn it, I love Amy Irvin. I do too. Uh. Hmm. Uh. Hmm. Love well, her. So uh. Women we love <laughs> and how they never leave. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Great girl. Today we're here to talk about Rebecca. Becky. Becky! Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Becky. Becky with the good hair. <laughs> do we have a trailer? Yes, we do. It's actually from the re-release because who knew? Movies from the 30s didn't really get trailers that are on YouTube. Oh, wow. <laughs> Daphne du Maurier's bestseller is the most exciting love story of our time. Is it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> lives on the screen in the person of Laurence Olivier. Why, it's Max Dimita. How do you do? Ooh, the shy, so unsophisticated annoying. young girl who dared to follow in the footsteps of the beautiful her? Rebecca is portrayed by lovely Joan Fontaine. She's great. Yeah. She's, I don't look at it as a love story at all, though. You 
about Rebecca still. Mm. Whenever you touched me, I, I knew you were comparing me with Rebecca. Right? Like, what that's is not a love story. <laughs> We've all been there. I'm like, that's every love story, actually. <laughs> not only in this room, it's in all the rooms in the house. I can almost hear it now. There you go. God, yeah, this uh, movie. Danver was just about to squirt. Well, before <laughs> Mrs. Danvers was definitely about to squirt. But oh, yeah. before we get to that, yeah. that was pre LaCroix days. <laughs> pre LaCroix. Like well water. <laughs> yeah, that metallic taste. What is that? Oh. Mark just barfed. <laughs> just like, have you ever looked down a well? Yes. Okay. Just have I you mean, ever actually drank well water? Yeah. 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 Okay. I used to you? play uh, no. beach volleyball in the summer back in Ohio, in the bar that we played at. They only had well water. Yeah. Some of my what? friends' houses only had it was well like water. In a, it was like farmland. And my and my the summer camp I went to every year had mm-hmm. well water. Wow. And it would they could like change the color of your hair and mm-hmm. all kinds of yeah. That whole city that I put, that I just mentioned was all well based. You know, that, in, like, the I'm 90s. glad Michael's country ass is here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, city mouse over here. I mean, I grew up in Cleveland, but like the the rural well part, like was like (laughs) fifteen. Like you literally could go downtown Cleveland suburb, suburb, and like twenty years ago, downtown Cleveland suburb, suburb farm. Yeah, like it's the Midwest is yeah, it's going, it's branching further out. Like where that was then is now a suburb, but yeah, there's definitely yeah, there's a cornfield next to somewhere. Yeah, Yeah. you can spit on one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, so before we get to the squirting, this is Danvers. <laughs> yeah, girl. I'd like to hear your shady oh, summaries of Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Mark. You Do you have one? Me first? Yeah, sure. Okay. It's just a simple sentence. Yeah. The Real Housewives of Manderley. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. Because Rebecca, Becky, I'm only going to call her Becky. She's yeah, she, she Becky for Becky. real. Yeah. <laughs> Bex. Becky is truly... Like the original messy bitch who lives for drama. Absolutely, she is absolutely unbelievable. (laughs) She is a trash hoe. Like she, (laughs) (laughs) like every story you hear about it, you're just like, she what? It's just like her. She did what? Her turning to camera, like covered and just gook, (laughs) and like dead and bloated. She's like, I may be dead, but I'm still beautiful. Exactly. That's her tagline. (laughs) Yeah, and it just says Becky. I know. Mrs. Danvers (laughs) would have a tagline too, and hers would be like. She would be like, I'm part maid, part Cenobite, and all dyke. Like she, <laughs> <laughs> she was just, anyway, uh, we'll, we'll like talk the about wind blowing at her. We'll talk about like the shared universe of like Rebecca uh, and Hellraiser. But please, sorry, continue. Oh my god, yes. Uh, um, all right, so I had two, and I didn't know which one I wanted to use. So I'm going to give you both. Is that okay? Uh-huh. All right, Rebecca, because the second Mrs. DeWinter doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> <laughs> And then Rebecca, the feel-good movie for 2018 incels everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Nay, what's yours? Uh, I, what a fucking mess. <laughs> it's that's that's all. I've got. What a fucking mess. Some messy people. God, you know, I have been Coffee. watching this movie since I was single-digit age. Mm. Like I really was obsessed with Alfred Hitchcock in general, and then. As a kid, not knowing that I was just a little gay baby, was somehow randomly obsessed with Rebecca. Um, like checked it out from the Urbana Free Library as often as they would let me. So That's I awesome. Watch it. It's an amazing. It's movie. a really good film. <clears throat> it is, and I. But having watched it as an adult now, I really had. 
I'm like, you had no clue what the fuck was actually going on in this movie. Why did you even like it? What did you even like about this movie? Well, the, as a child? But the staging of it, the pageantry is so. Yeah. It's well, I remember, gorgeous. I remember when I sat down and I was like, Rebecca, God, I haven't seen this since high school. And I like sat down Same. and it was like two hours and ten minutes. And I was like, oh, nay. I know. I remember being like, her. Being like oh, nay, I'm tired. It's been a long week. I'm tired. But you, you just get so transported. Yeah. Into this movie because yeah. it, I don't I don't know he just had a, a capacity to the his storytelling yeah. style is so ahead of its time it's it really is crazy and Lawrence I, Olivier is daddy mm-hmm. crazy daddy but he's mm-hmm. daddy he, daddy. Yeah. he gives good mustache yeah. he gives great mustache rides take a ride yeah 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 um, so did you know that um, at the time he wasn't married to Vivian Lee uh, Vivian Lee was his girlfriend. And he really lobbied hard for her to get the part of the second Mrs. De Winter. But Hitchcock wasn't having it. And so, as a result, when Joan Fontaine was cast, Laurence Olivier treated her like dog shit. And wow. because And because Hitchcock is a, a brilliant monster. <laughs> Hitchcock was a brilliant monster. He was, yes. Um, it, 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 there's lots of stories. Just Google Tippy Hedren. Right, yes, you know, and absolutely. Trigger warning. But, yeah, you know, right. that's, you know. Problematic fave, uh, whatevs, and uh, he found out about this, and he could see that um, you know Olivia was basically Being abusing John, Joan Fontaine on set, and he was like, "Well, the second Mrs. De Winter is supposed to feel inferior, and like everyone hates her." So he basically went to Joan Fontaine. And he was like, "You know, he's not the only one who hates you. Um, everyone on set really can't stand the oh, way you're behaving." Oh my god! Yeah, and. <laughs> He was like, Miss Fontaine. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> Nobody likes you. This is my terrible. That's, I can't do that. It's pretty good. Joke. No, it's not. It's yeah. really what bad. a You're gaslighting piece of shit. Yeah. Jesus fucking Yeah, but yeah. we call them just auteur filmmakers, right? <laughs> I mean, there's oh so many God. filmmakers like now that are just okay. like, he is just a brilliant craftsman. No, it's like, he's an asshole. Yeah. Wow. A-hole. <laughs> a-hole genius. Wow, Markipedia with the info. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mark Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you compared me to like a broke down, like the worst search, literally engine. the worst search engine. <laughs> I'll remember that. Mark Bing. <laughs> <laughs> I love when movies have um, fake search engines. I know. And like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake is Giga Blast. Oh. Like what? And it. It says, instead of search, it says blast off. Uh-huh. <laughs> Every time I see a screen grab of it, I die. Giga Blast? Yeah, Giga Blast is yeah. the name of their search well, engine. Well, that remake made me Giga Blast. Oh, me. yeah. <laughs> I also just love Rooney Mara. Uh, talking about how like she didn't want to do that movie, but she was just too good in her audition. I know. This she got mo- the part. God, I love Rooney Mara so much. I love it. She waited another seven years to eat a piece of pie. <laughs> that movie's brilliant. Ghost I haven't story, seen it. Yeah, Ghost Story? Oh my god, it's beautiful. Um, She's so good in it. I love her. I know a lot of people don't want to watch it because of a certain actor a in it. A certain other in it. But he's wearing a sheet the whole time and the <laughs> filmmaking is so good, I highly As recommend As the worst people do. <laughs> Just white sheets. But <laughs> 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 it's like behind the scenes of that movie, they're all giggling as they give it to Casey Affleck. <laughs> He has no idea what we're saying. <laughs> Here's your wardrobe. Here's your white sheet, Casey. Um, uh, okay, back to Rebecca. Back Becky. to Rebecca. Becky. Becky. Who? I just think of Becky from Roseanne every time I hear you? the name Becky. Oh, my God. <laughs> Becky number one. Becky number one. Yeah. Good distinction. Bex one. Bex one. <laughs> um, 
there's so many, you know, there's a lot of different characters in the movie, but were there any that you found really just being like, I, you know, I see a little bit of me hmm. in that person. Hmm. Because, okay, so when I was young, I remember, what's the first one's name? Mrs. Havenport, super cantankerous and annoying and yeah. grumpy. Okay. Oh. When I first watched that as a child, like, I was like. chocolate to take oh, her medicine. She, yeah, she's like, <laughs> ah, give me the chocolate fast. <laughs> A piece of work. So great. I when I was a kid, I was like, this bitch is so annoying. Like, I hate her. And then as an adult, I'm like, you know. She knows what she wants. You know, you, admiration is what was all I felt. <laughs> <laughs> bitch knew herself. I'm like, you know what? Get you an assistant. And, you know, you want to canoodle with the celebrities that are staying in Monte Carlo when you yeah. are. Like, I feel that. Strong female. <laughs> you know how Hitchcock is always, they're always showing uh, like letters, they're showing yeah. hand, people's handwriting? Yeah. He stuck to um, handwriting analysis. And so, like, her handwriting was specific to kind of being uh, impetuous oh, wow. and hard to control and sexually stimulated. <laughs> and that is her. Maxim de Winter's handwriting is meant to be like about like being reflexive and distant and like, kind of, yeah. Huh, that's interesting. So, that's like more. And I think even Rebecca's sort of handwriting is meant to be like <laughs> duplicitous and like, huh. So. I forget the name of the the hand like the handwriting analysis style, but yeah, he like that's super interesting. I know. Oh, so do you see yourselves in any of those? Second people? Mrs. DeWinter. Second Mrs. DeWinter. Uh-huh. In what way? Obsessive need to please others. Yeah, there is yeah. like a huge codependency thing going Absolutely. on with her with Mrs. Havenport. Yep. Um, Anyone she's and really then any, in yeah, contact Maxim, with. Maybe even even Mrs. Mrs. Danvers. Mrs. Danvers. Like, Absolutely. I um you know I work, you know I actually. Proudly, openly, like talk about how I go to therapy and mm-hmm. do work on my mental health and stuff like that. Ew! And, yeah, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> and um, that need to please others is something Ugh. I didn't realize. And like, I mean, I knew I was doing it, but it's been nice to go to therapy to discuss it. Absolutely, because it's so crippling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like watching her, it brought back a lot of horrible not not even like horrible memories, but just a lot of moments in my life that. I don't want to say embarrassed, but just like almost feeling like disappointed in myself as mm-hmm. I'm watching her go through this. And I'm like, girl, mm-hmm. like have some self-respect for yourself. But then you were like, oh, yeah, I used to do this. Like, bitch, and I still you. do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like. Um, doing it right now. Yeah. Hey, do you like me? Um, <laughs> she's amazing in the movie. She's like, I'm she's sorry, so did I breathe too loud? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. please. God, that is so relatable. I, I can't. I'm really sorry I exist. Yeah. Yeah. Shall I not exist? Mm. But it's it's um it's devastating to watch. Yeah. Because it's just it it's just it's it's awful. Yeah. It's so awful. And that's why I said earlier that it's like not really a love story to me because it's really to me it's a movie about a woman who <clears throat> is so conditioned to appease others mm-hmm. that she won't do anything to make herself appeased. Mm. So it's almost like you it's almost like a it's an anti love story in a lot of ways cuz by the end of it I'm like run get out of there this people these, all these people are horrible yeah. to you like even his proposal oh, I'm yeah. trying to marry you you Ooh. silly fool oh, like this is oh, how I, I like this. my team. I have this I have this as a <laughs> oh, clip Oh great oh I repeat what I said either you go to America with Mrs. Van Hopper or you come home to Mandalay with me ultimatum You mean you want a secretary or something I'm asking you to marry me you little fool <laughs> 
<laughs> Beautiful. Talk to me like that. Dude. Yeah. And the the sad part is is that at, like he's in the bathroom when he says that I'm trying to marry you, little fool. And she like she she turns to the camera and like sometimes she has like an almost Amy Sedaris kind of like <laughs> like kind of expressiveness. Like she's like from no, uh, he likes me. Jerry Blank. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like <laughs> what was that show called again? Strangers with Candy. Oh my god. So oh my good. god. That show is insane. Uh, my she doesn't even get a fucking ring there. No, she uh, good point. Okay, she sure don't. No, like, Maxim is a fuckboy. Maxim is a total fuckboy. Oh yeah, yeah. she Absolutely. got him a ring when they got home. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the character that I identified most that I was like, because all the characters in some way, shape, or form are unsavory in some mm-hmm. in some way, except uh, Mr. Crawley, who <laughs> I who like him. I I. Have I am enjoying my uh, my mental health and my mental health upkeep, and I do not want to go <laughs> to the asylum. And I oh and I I, I was like, and I was just like, you know, he just wants to hang out in that cute little beach house and just yeah. like leave him yeah. alone. Yeah, play with boats. Yeah, he's not, he's not a snitch. Let's provide you know. housing for folks yeah. that need it. Yeah, some mental health support. He was very sweet. Let's check in. He's, he's the only one who isn't up to some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's harmless. <laughs> He was totally right. He needs a case manager. That's about it. Have yeah. access stuff. That's yeah. it. So yeah. I was just like Mr. Crawley. I, you know, you're 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 a, a sweet old man. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you don't you don't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. Okay. And then you know, I mean, look, Mrs. Danvers owns this fucking baddest movie. bitch. <laughs> she, okay, oh. she walks. She has pinheads wardrobe. She does. Yeah. With like sort of does have the long ass, yes. she walks like the sleeves, show. the yeah, and the flared, she, like the gown, like the hand, basically, placement. yeah. And she has the same kind of countenance. She has pins coming out of her. She face. has pins <laughs> coming out of her face. Um, she is like fully like a Cenobite origin story. She is. That would be a really amazing origin. Rebecca's the origin story of Hellraiser. Wow. I love it. I love that. Get on it, Clive. Yeah. You know, there are so I actually saw myself a little bit in, in many of the characters and not just Rebecca's. Yeah. I mean, um, the second Mrs. DeWinter's codependence Isn't behavior. Isn't that she has no name? I know. Such a statement. <laughs> well, in the novel, she has a name. She does. It is, it is mentioned only once uh, at the party when she's introduced. And she's introduced as Caroline. It's very oh, effective. Caroline DeWinter. Um, but in the film, she has. I actually no really name. dig the choice, the creative choice, not to give yeah. her a name in the movie because it plays along with the rest of yeah. the movie. Yeah, because she's a fucking. Cypher. No one she's sees her as anybody. Yeah, she's they see her as a fill. Yeah, they see her as like a blank fill in a, a blank that filled in another blank. Yep. Yeah. God, that was like an intense rescue scene when she's like bouncing between Mrs. Havenport and Maxim. Like, oh shit, you're about to leave town. Oh wait, he's not answering the phone. Okay, now stuff's in the car. Okay, yep. I'm gonna go try to leave an address. I thought I couldn't breathe. Yeah. I was like, I can't <laughs> breathe. What's gonna happen? And I just, I mean, that like that desire to be rescued when you're in a shitty situation and just jumping at anything mm-hmm. is relatable. Her desperation mm-hmm. is hard to watch. Yeah. It's it's very like it's I I th- I, never, I don't think I really appreciated how Joan Fontaine sort of really mm-hmm. plays that up. At first I remember thinking, "Oh, the first time I saw it I remember being like, oh, it's just old movie acting." Right. Yeah. No, and it's, it's like no, it's a specific it's choice. Awesomely nuanced yeah. to be incredibly Vulnerable. this just the side of grading. <laughs> yeah. I mean like yeah. she straddles the line of I want to jump into the TV and rip her hair out. <laughs> and like, "Oh my god, I feel for this woman in every single way." Yeah. You know, because it's a great performance. Yeah. 
you see, you know, I had that kind of same thought because I haven't seen it since high school either. And I had the first 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, my God, this 1940s acting is like really killing me. <laughs> but then you realize it's actually you start seeing more and more of it play out in just his Hitchcock's scope come into play. And every second is calculated by him, including the performances. Yep. It's a really brilliant movie. It's a really <laughs> brilliant movie. And I also, though, I would love to go back and watch it at the time. Because, mm. like, that trailer makes me think, like, maybe it was a love story to people. And they're like, she's in a great place. Oh, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, she's she's a rich. She doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. She gets her own bedroom. Yeah. Like, she was working. <laughs> her husband, like, took her out of that, away to her, like, mansion. And all she has to do is just, like. Show up. Show up. <laughs> That twist where, God, it's just wild because it's like the whole time she's thinking like, I ain't shit. I'll never be Rebecca. Like, shit, this bitch writes postcards in the morning. I don't have anybody to write. Like, I, and then all of us, they're like, uh, the first Mrs. DeWinter used to do her correspondence in the morning. I don't give a fuck what she used to do she had an in the morning. Book and she kept looking at it. I was like, yeah. she's sad she doesn't have an address book. Yeah. At first, I was like, girl, is she going to write them a postcard? Right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm girl, like, we, can like, get you, we can get you some address. And like, all of that happens. All of that, like, comparison and jealousy yeah. and mm-hmm. the despair and the like gut wrenching everything that comes from that. And then they're like, he's like, I fucking hated that bitch. Yeah, it's so. And great. you're like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you, you're not like endlessly worshiping, and it's just wild because I think all of us. Well, I don't know. I know I, probably a lot of us have been in relationships where the ex lingers somewhere. Yeah. Like, and somehow, and for some people, like Rebecca, where it's just everywhere. You're like, oh, this is her towel uh, with the R on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's how this is going. Okay. Like, she still has a bedroom in the home? Yeah. What? Meticulously curated. <laughs> and yeah. huge. Like, and huge and gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gorgeous my God. Like, Mrs. Danvers still, goes, Danvers still goes in there every day. Yeah. Like, this was what's she doing feeling. on that bed? Yeah. And <laughs> just good. all of that to... To then arrive at the pl- this pl- like you have built all this stuff up in your head about Rebecca, like oh this bitch did this right, this right. I will never be this person. I will never be the kind of head of household that right. this person was. To then find out, yo man didn't even like her. When that's the scary he hated thing, her. right? Because like, she spent she was the whole time and yeah. all she had, like, <laughs> and it sinks because we're all guilty of it. Yeah, where you're like. You build up something or yeah. someone in your head and like literally one question be like, Yeah. So did you like Rebecca? Would have like he would have been like, No, she was the worst. Yes. I'm glad she's dead. And he would have been like, now it's a love story, you know? But yeah. she like create like in a lot of ways though, I mean it's just I think the Rebecca being the pinnacle of what the second Mrs. DeWinter wanted to be in every single way mm-hmm. was all manufactured by Mrs. Danvers and yes. everyone bought into it but yes. Maxim. Yeah, Mrs. Danvers yeah. is like weird, creepy Let's stand culture. Let's talk about culture. Mrs. Danvers. She's weird, yeah. creepy stand culture. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like where it's, you see people, yeah. <laughs> like you've ever spent time online and you see people going like, yes, oh my God, X is so amazing. Yeah, and you're just like, this is fine. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. fine. Right. Everybody fucking relax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's but it's just people just, I don't know, they just... They want to fit in, I guess. It's, I don't it's know. the it's the it's I'm screaming col- yeah, syndrome. I'm louder than you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I I feel this everything you were talking about in terms of like the example that that Becky sets <laughs> is, is when Mrs. Danvers basically takes 
the second Mrs. DeWinter on a tour of, of Rebecca's yes. bedroom. Would you like to see it? Yeah, would you like to see it? And <laughs> okay. I, I but do you have that. Do you want to hear yes. something? Yes. Okay. Becky. Becky Darlene, Mrs. Becky DeWinter. Put on the way on this side. Made specially for her by the nuns in the convent of St. Clair. Those underwear nuns, they're great. <laughs> yeah. Okay, awesome. The first thing she shows her they is. They always used to wait up for her, no matter how late. I used to wait. wait. Sometimes she and Mr. De Winter didn't come home until dawn. And I'd wear her underwear on my face. While she was undressing, she'd tell me about the party she'd been to. Yeah. She knew everyone that mattered. Everyone loved her. Yeah, see, this is like exactly the only the only moment where Mrs. Danvers actually sounds happy, and her favorite memory period is that I got to watch her undress. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I got to help her change, and she told me about the party she went to. And here's her slip. Look. You can see my hand, and it's like it was see-through. Like she's like, I saw her <laughs> naked. <laughs> like she's just. I mean, and what's fascinating is that this is all Hitchcock's <laughs> doing, because Mrs. Danvers in the novel was a mother figure. She was oh, a yeah, toxic that, mother yeah. figure, mm-hmm. but she pretty much raised Rebecca. And Hitchcock was like, No, Mrs. Danvers is going to be a scissor spooky, sister. a spooky scissor sister. <laughs> Like, I could see her 1940s pubic hair. Uh. (laughs) It was delightful. What was the style then, do you think? Like, what was the most popular... Pubic hair style? Pubic hair style for people with vaginas in the 40s. I think it was probably just like... Horn of plenty. (laughs) plenty? Do you think so, though? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's like the top of a pineapple. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Like Bob Ross. Which is fine. <laughs> Snoo, Sue Snell's hair. Happy little trees. It's fine, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Just wondering. Yeah. What did you? What do you think it was? You know, I'm hoping it has some like uh, some of those like finger waves. <laughs> oh, Marcel waves. Yeah. Ooh. Gorge. Oof. I could be like maybe be like chemical burn. I don't know. I mean, be. we're we're dying. We're tweezing. We're waxing. Yeah, we're anyway, doing all sorts you know? of things. Let know. it grow. Sometimes. I don't know how y'all do it. Yeah, yeah. Let it grow. Play it around. I don't know how y'all do it? I mean, what? You don't have pubic hair? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Just I bear is a ski slope. <laughs> <laughs> I never mind. I oh, did. I did. could you? I did that once. We all have a nair story. Right? From so dumb. It's like, oh, so this is what a burning dick feels like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> from here, from henceforth, we're going to call that treatment the Becky. <laughs> just, just give me the, the Becky. Becky. Don't give yourself the Bex. Uh, but yeah, Mrs. About? Dan- <laughs> something about Mrs. Dan- oh, we're the pubes of the forties. Oh yeah, but Mrs. Danvers like <laughs> describing. I can't with Michael. Her describing that lingerie mm-hmm. that was made by women, sexy because nuns right? are also hot, you know. So it's like these hot nuns made this underwear. Now I'm touching it. I'm beautifully curating this drawer of lingerie that still smells like Becky. It was actually like kind of titillating. Yeah, I loved it. You know, it. like it was it, it it I personally think Becky number 2 herself was a little bit I think uh, some of her like reluctance and like fear was that she might have been a little bit turned on herself. Yeah, she was like, "Oh, are mm-hmm. we supposed to have this relationship too?" Mhm. Are you going to curate my laundry yeah. drawer as well? Yeah. 
and you're going to see me. Don't you wish you had a lingerie drawer creator? Do you think that actually the second Mrs. DeWinter could have turned things around for herself early on by saying to Mrs. Danvers, that's great, but she's dead. Now, why don't you watch me strip? Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. She could have been like, did you, how did you feel about this Rebecca girl? Her man would have been like, she was a bitch. Get me a fresh pair of chonies and shut the fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously, she just showed some gumption. Mrs. Danvers probably would have... But like that's what, how many times have you like, or for me, how many times have I been scared to just have a a conversation that needed to happen Mm. and have like lived in that fear and like created this reality around that, that all of it was unnecessary. Yeah. Well, and like, and I just said something that I'm really upset (laughs) that I said by it saying all she had to do. And it's like, you know what? Like, fuck that. Like she doesn't have to do anything. Mrs. Danvers just is a horrible person. Everyone's horrible to her. Not just Mrs. Danvers. Everyone's horrible to her. And it's not Becky number two's fault. Yeah. You know, know? I I have to go back to that question you asked. Like, who do you see yourself in? Because it's interesting. The more we talk about it, the more, the more Becky. (laughs) I see myself in Becky. I see myself as Sarah Chalk. Because she's, (laughs) because she's never around. Because she's always hoeing. Um, No. (laughs) She's fucking her cousin. Um, yeah. Oh yes. man. Oh yeah. We're gonna get to that. But but it is amazing how like the 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 lesbian subtext of Rebecca is always centered around Mrs. Danvers, right? Mm-hmm. Because she's like the giant flashing Klieg light. Of, mm-hmm. Like she's like the bat signal of like of lesbian yes. themes uh, in this movie. <laughs> but then the stealth queer. Uh, queer representation, at least, and the more we discuss it, and certainly when you brought it up, is this how the second Mrs. De Winter is so terrified to occupy space. And it really is, I think that is why she can inspire revulsion, I mm-hmm. think, in certain viewers. Certainly, and she did for me at first, because I think that there is there is something to recognize, at least for myself, in terms of like, oh, God, I, have, I hate when I've been that person. Who's just so scared Meek. to make and, an impression? Yeah, yeah. So scared to say the wrong thing. So scared to ask for something. Right. So and I speak like this. <laughs> I don't know what this voice is, but it's terrified. It's wonderful. Of, it's Keep very, doing it. It's very frightening. You sound like you're sitting on like a motorcycle, <laughs> like a vibrating. <laughs> I heard him say the mic again. And I was like, "Good lord, Michael, you been sitting on these mics." <laughs> Our mic budget's gotten through the roof. <laughs> through Michael's ass. Okay. <laughs> I said Mark sat on the microphone. I oh, never I always did. Always forget that. That, yeah. that is a lie. <laughs> oh, what man. episode was that? I don't know. Mark sitting on a microphone. There's the Every title. what the episode fan? was it not? It wasn't the fan. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there <laughs> is like what, a, what, no. But seriously, like, what if that actually happened in an episode and it was just like you guys are talking and then all of a sudden from my mic it's just. Oh, because well, you're like clenching it. <laughs> okay, I saw. You like, know, what is? Th- I saw a fascinating sex toy on Instagram yesterday, where the butt plug has rotating metal beads up at the top, so it feels like a rim job. Oh, that's Isn't fun. That amazing. Yeah, wow. and this is where I kept Rebecca's rotating metal bead butt. Plug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, yes, gotcha. okay. This is Rebecca what we could call have had a metal rotating butt plug break. Yes. I polish it every night. Rebecca could have had <laughs> an amazing fucking war, whole fucking ar- armoire of sex D- dilds. toys. Dilds. <laughs> all of them. Look, it only would have made her more likable. Yeah. Because so, Becky is not terribly likable. Becky you number know, two. I kind of. In a lot of ways, though, I was like, Mark was just touched on something. Like, she is such a queer avatar because, in a lot of ways, she's putting on an act that she thinks people want from her mm-hmm. the entire movie. Mm-hmm. 
and that is such a stand-in for what queer people do when yeah. they feel the need to protect themselves by not being out and such. So, like, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, they're, you know, that's the queer factor for me of the movie, other than Mrs. Pinhead. Um, you know, so. Feel hard, <laughs> Oh, and the other thing I wanted to say. Oh, my God. See, I have such sights to show you. This is where her vagina was through here. <laughs> but the other interesting thing about that character, too, is she's the only one that wears all black. Yeah, mm. my bitch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Why do you think Mrs. Danvers is like on her off days? She's like, she has she's like, I feel like at night, like when she goes back to her like maid's quarters and takes off that dress, there's just another one underneath. There is. There's a vinyl one underneath, actually. She's got on nipple clamps under there. Okay. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, yeah. these were Mrs. DeWinters. <laughs> yes, these were Mrs. DeWinters. And she's you know, got on like studded underwear. Oh, yeah. 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 It's hot. I, there, I, <laughs> Rebecca's a goals, Rebecca is goals just a little bit. Like, I, I feel like I have this reoccurring fantasy where a rich man, you know, sweeps me away. So, I, and I get this big ass house and all of this shit to do stuff with. And he doesn't even, ex- I mean, he like maybe expects me to suck his dick every once in a while. But for the most part, he doesn't even care what I'm doing. I'm out here sleeping with my cousin, not necessarily part of my goals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, out here, I'm out here sleeping with my cousin. Foot I'm out note. here, you know. Second cousin. I'm getting my fancy fucking nun lingerie yeah. sent over from wherever, mm-hmm. you know. I was, I'm, I feel like that, this movie is the reason that the first seedling of that fantasy for me. Mm. Back then, yeah, it is. Yeah, totally. Yeah, she could have lived it up in there. Yeah, like yeah, it's like right when I'm like, okay, if tomorrow I married Snoop Dogg, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Snoop Dogg can fuck whoever. Yeah, but I still am Snoop Snoop Dogg's wife, and this is my big ass Snoop Dogg house, and <laughs> I don't really care what uh, what Unk is up to. Snoop Dogg, house. you know. Oh, you know who else I related to in the movie was the dog. Mm. Oh my god, that dog! I know he's so, so cute. cute. But he also is like sometimes, like, like whenever someone is like, "Come here," he's like, "No." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah there was so many bitch please looks yeah. on his face. That I dog is like, it. that dog is like, oh, these people. That dog <laughs> would have two hundred fifty thousand followers on Twitter if he was alive. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> that dog is so cute. Uh, uh-huh. Well, I know that Brennan had a game for us. Oh. I do. It, Hurrah. I apologize. It's not directly related to Rebecca. but it, How about Becky? Sure. Just if someone named Becky wants okay. to enjoy it, that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, Is there a famous Becky? Besides the one Beyonce references? Because <clears throat> that one's famous. Yeah. Is there I, like a true I, famous I, I Becky? Have it on, oh my God, I Becky. On, look at her butt. Also a famous Becky. Mm-hmm. You have a good 30 what? That you're Becky with the good hair. <laughs> it's true. It's me. <laughs> um, no, I... I I have it on good authority who the actual Becky with the good hair is. Oh, <laughs> for libel purposes, <laughs> like tell us off air, please. Yes. I don't know. Who knows? Okay, so what I have in my hands is a piece of history. It is a book called the Gay Manual. Oh my god! And man is underlined in red. It was, dick print. Is he yeah, wearing he an adult his diaper? Pen- no, you can see his penis. Yeah. yeah let, let's try and describe this cover really quick. What is the man on the cover who's making the, uh, the strong dressed, arm He's dressed biceps? like Ellen. I mean, I was going <laughs> to say, oh my God. I was going to say, he's like some era of fashionable lesbian. Let, let's carbon date this. When do you ever. think this book came out? I mean, 
I think that's like so, 2001. Is he wearing a swatch to, No, to, uh, sweetie, <laughs> to carbon date myself, I worked at a Walden Books in high school, and I remember being you know terrified this of this book on the shelf <laughs> and terrified that I would be seen. You can see 1981. So this is, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> uh Mid nineties. This is like ninety four. I was gonna say ninety three. Yeah. It came out in nineteen ninety four. Yeah, see, um, it's full of the weirdest shit you'll ever read about. Like, because this is like gay culture was just starting to become a thing. Like, we were kind of past AIDS. We're like, okay, like hedgehogs well, peeping out of the protease hole. inhibitors came out in ninety five. Truvadas so, around. So protease inhibitors came out in ninety five. So that's when AIDS became. Adjacent to something that could be managed for those fortunate enough to make it to that year, so yeah. they were sort of on the, the cusp of that. Yeah. yeah. So, but this is like that time period that's happening. Included on the cover are articles like sixteen CDs every gay man should own. <laughs> They're all Streisand. Or um, pork is a verb, a gay lexicon. But the wow. um, gay slang in the nineties, pork. It's shocking. Pork and- um, but anyway, did you park? The first or the first chapter is about coming out, <laughs> and there is a quiz. It's is the inevitable about to happen? I like. Are you gay enough to come out? Oh dick print. my god! Yeah, <laughs> I know. We, no one face. ever talks about the khaki pants dick print. <laughs> sweatpants get all the credit, but the khaki pant dick print because yeah. they're they're sweatpants adjacent. You know who else has a khaki pant? <laughs> you know what dick this, print? We're gonna need to have a, okay, a picture done. of this book oh, when absolutely. the pod comes out. But you know what I'm getting from this outfit isn't actually. I take it back. It's not Ellen. It's uh, back when I worked at a blockbuster. <laughs> it's Marcy and Darcy. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. Right? It is. <laughs> yes. Look at oh him my flexing. What were you going to say, Mark? I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's just it's it's a it's a blockbuster video employee outfit. Oh my god! It totally oh god, is the blue and khaki. Uh, it's it's kind of nice though, in a way, because you know today that cover would be like so jacked up and totally body oh for sure like yeah. body shaming yeah <laughs> true but yeah there's like basically a cosmo quiz about how gay you are okay god ask me if you score 30 points or less don't try to redecorate your place without first consulting a professional <laughs> a professional gay i guess <laughs> um between 30 and 90 points you may be surprised at how naturally you can quote betty davis at how appropriate times questions are there in this quiz well, there's like 10 <laughs> okay yeah okay. um it's just the way that the like people trying to be gay in the '90s and what they thought the culture was and like what it meant to them. It's so bizarre. It's just it's a time capsule. So true or false? Moose is an essential part of your grooming routine. Oh my god, moose! Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna say yeah because it was for me then. Okay, I never used moose. No, I used my sisters all the time. I had low self esteem and didn't actually realize that I could do something with my hair until uh, college. Uh, yeah, I would oh, say boy. probably not ninety four. I should say no then. In ninety four, I definitely. Oh uh, yeah, are we are actually are we grading? Uh, let's, let's do it, it be now. Any time of our now. Lives? Okay. Oh, do I use moose now? Yeah. Oh no. No, okay, no I'm so black, so I've never it? used. Moose. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number I'd two. I like to eat moose. Your girlfriends dance better than you do. Absolutely not. No. They wish. I know a lot of white girls. Yeah. <laughs> they do. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Papa. Well, if you're if you're, <laughs> you're the true dancer. the true answer should be false. If so, give Arthur Murray a call. <clears throat> Some people still think you can tell how good a guy is in the bedroom by the way he moves on the dance floor. Wait, you're not supposed to be a better dancer than your girlfriends? I don't know. I'm so confused. Um okay. 
Number five. And why I'm is skipping. manual like the man? It can just spell manual straight up. I, th- I but feel it's like highlighting <laughs> man. But they're like gay man. I yeah. feel yeah. like this this the unofficial gay manual um, <laughs> really was trying to capitalize on the sort of like uh, leprechaunization of yeah. gay men that mm-hmm. was we were like oh finally an in yeah we're not here to like you right. know sort of like spread you know spread disease all over your house we're actually like we can be your pets too yeah yeah, yeah. we haven't gotten to like the Will Truman has a job at a law firm gays yet no almost yeah. <laughs> okay we Madonna. got the Doug on uh, Melrose Place yeah we're exactly. short shorts gays right. True or false? Mm-hmm. Madonna is a religious figure. True. That's true. I'm so confused by this one because Madonna literally is like the Lady Madonna. Like, okay, literally. well, the true answer is false, I guess. No blasphemy intended. If you miss this one, you're not only hopelessly straight, but you've been living under a rock for the past ten years. I don't get it. I mean, no, like, she's like, kind of. A, I mean, like the Kabbalah. Ma- Madonna is the the virgin, right? Like, right. So the, the oh, Madonna. Yeah. Yes. So we're not talking about yeah, we're talking about it's Madonna, a gay Madonna. manual. We're talking about Madonna Madonna, right? Yeah, this is really confusing. Okay. But they um, definitely fuck. mean the music Madonna, but I mean anybody who saw the Grammys this past year when she came out dressed like Mola Ram from Temple of Doom, kind of. That dressed like Erica Padu. <laughs> okay, okay, here, here's a good one. That's so mean to Erica Padu. But like in ninety four she was like ninety four she was like in her calypso phase. Yeah, right? wasn't that like almost and music like, era? She was like uh, awesome then. Uh, it she was, was doing like erotica, so she'd stopped that sort of like nympho nanny look. I think with the she berets. was kind of edging oh towards her like kabuki face. Um, <laughs> right? yeah, she was about to. She and was about to put on kimonos for yes. nothing really matters. And then I think a few it, years later, you know what this was? Oh I think at the time was yeah. the reality bite soundtrack, which was a fucking rock and oh, song. Oh yeah, that. Um, yeah, that was. That soundtrack was number one in '94, um, right? The, in August sixth, which is the wait, Madonna day had a I song on the Reality born. Bites. Was it Reality Bites or um, You're, uh, Awesome was, Powers? No, that too. What's the movie with Brennan Fraser? The Mummy. Oh, uh, it's Reality with Honors. Bites. With Honors. With name. Honors and the song Rain. Oh my right? God. Or, no, I'll remember. I'll remember. Yeah. Yes. I'll okay. Sorry. Okay. True or false? Yes. When buying greeting cards, you linger over the ones with half-naked men. False. I mean, I want to say I do that, but like I feel I'm a ninety. I don't think I linger over greeting cards. Period. <laughs> yeah, I think you're kind of hard up for porn if you're like <laughs> no, a, if you're right? at fucking Hallmark like, going like Ugh. I'll look at them, but like ninety four gays, that's all they got, uh, right? Yeah. Like pre internet no porn, porn, I guess. But like, is that false too? Because I feel like who knows? Is this like stain in the closet? Okay. <laughs> is that what this no, manual no, is doing? No, it's not supposed to be. Okay, number twelve. True or false? Twelve. Yeah. I'm skipping around. They're, some of them are boring. Um, true or false? Marky Mark is best known for his singing ability. No, you know what he's best known for? Bed 94, a hate crime. Yes. Yep. Next question. Attempted murder. Well. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry for bringing that up. <laughs> what? What? Too soon? <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> no, I'm like, yes, bring talk about no, that. No, yeah, of course. It's important. He's not a nice person. You, you know, recently but I just think he was, was funny that people. Recently, he was Marky Mark back in the day. And recently, totally he, was like, he was like, Boogie Nights is the movie I'm most embarrassed of. Right, because like, of his religion. Like, okay. that's what you're most embarrassed of? Well, that's the okay. thing. I, I can't stand him because he says he'll never play a gay character because he's Catholic. And he denounces his participation in Boogie Nights because of his Catholicism, but he doesn't mind being in a movie where he kills like 500 people. Wow, what a loss for the community. Right. Uh, like, uh, fuck off. Ugh. All right, this game's over. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> like, you, not you, Brennan. You, 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 you book right no, out of Brennan's hand. Go grab that 
Do you want to know some of the CDs Calvin that every Klein gay man should earn? Yes. Shove up your ass. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> a rowdy crowd tonight. <laughs> Patsy Klein's 12 Ball, Greatest Hits. Okay, fine. <clears throat> oh, fine. Done. Um, yes. Judy Garland at Carnegie Hall. Done. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Sitting on it. Madonna, The Immaculate Collection. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, but pick an album. That's her... I mean, greatest like, hits. Greatest it's an hits immaculate little... collection. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Straight up the pee hole. Okay, Liza with a Z. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, fine. Bette Midler, the Divine Miss M. No, she canceled this week. Oh yeah, she, she sure is. Did. I yeah. forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, okay, this she is. She can come back though, right? She, will she will she come back? She probably? should do like a like or a three month like, run of reruns. <laughs> this is it's literally the, this just is the, this is the the slavery thing, right? That she said, oh, I'm not on Twitter anymore, remember? So oh, yeah, I'm, no, her I'm saying a... that women are the N-words of the world. Yeah. Well, quoting Yoko Ono. Oh, wow, that's it. worse than my <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, what okay. you said is actually not as bad. Uh, wow. <laughs> well, this is literally all greatest hits. I don't, this this reminds me of that scene in The End of Lady Bird where he's like, all your CDs are greatest hits, like, pick one. She's like, they're the greatest. It's an immaculate. I like collection. can't get over the guy on the cover. He's so great. I'm gonna show it's you that like picture. Matthew Perry meets Marcy Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What are some of the other albums? Um, I mean, I kind of it's like the Pet Shop Boys' greatest hits. Barbara some, Streisand, just for the record. What are some other like chapters in there about? Okay, let's see. Hold on. What to order on your Blimpy sub? If only um. Mrs. Danvers had had ooh, her version ooh, of this. Right? Reading between the lines, the personal ads. Ugh, I love personal ads. I do too. I used to get Cleveland Scene when I was like oh in my, my early 20s and closeted, and they would have like personal ads in the back, and I used to read every single one. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's this amazing Instagram account called Personals that posts. It's not just lesbians, but like non-binary folks, just basically anyone that isn't a cis gay man. Well, a cis man in general. Uh-huh. And... It's amazing. Is it great? Yes, I love reading personals. Send me that. Okay. Yeah, I want to. I want to read this. Yeah, it's a <clears> glossary <throat> of really old terms. Like professional means has a job. I don't think that's what that means. Um, GM means gay male. Versatile. This is rude. Versatile means is a bottom. Wow! Yeah. You know what though? There's like a lot of memes about versatiles being actually just being bottoms, and they're <laughs> hilarious. And I am not personally offended by them at What's all. What's that I'm one? You're a bottom who can't host. You oh, bottom yeah. who can't host. Um, Why does everyone want? Want a bit mad at bottoms? I, I don't know. Bottom shaming is very prevalent. What would yeah. tops do? Are if there were no bottoms, right? Yeah. Especially, can we? No. Sorry, it's very prevalent yeah. in the gay community, especially yeah. in Los Angeles. Brennan, sorry, continue. No, no, no. So, no, I, the book's over. It's canceled. Whatever. Who cares? Um, can but I, can you hand me it? Yeah, for sure. Go for it. Um, this peen print. Close if up. we're talking about like the weird homo misogyny of like judging bottoms for yeah. any reason for being bottoms or yeah. thinking yeah. that tops are more important or more yeah. valuable is yeah. a waste of everybody's time. It is. Yeah. There's a, like a weird masculinity factor that people bring up between the two and it's just like yeah. no it doesn't well, correlate first yeah. of all the receptive <laughs> partner does it does not mean you're a woman because the woman isn't always the receptive partner and okay. also being the woman does not mean you're inferior yeah meet any woman yeah some women have it means dicks. you're the seat of all some life. women have dicks <laughs> and also, they want to put it in things yeah some women that don't have dicks want to strap on a dick and exactly. put it in something Straight yeah. men like to get pegged, uh, uh, and yeah. literally, literally, like <laughs> Mark is just it makes me his head so mad. I'm just yeah. loving, I'm just loving the frankness, and it all out of Rebecca. Just... We always started talking about Becky, <laughs> and, and now we're like on to pegging. <laughs> we're like <laughs> we're on to pegging because you... <laughs> Becky too. If she just put on a nice peg 
and gave Maxim one, their relationship would have worked out from the very beginning. I said oh. this to you. I said this to you. He Maxim was an need, eager bottom. Maxim needs a good pegging. Yeah. I was, you know, she what? Really, he's, to, a, he's a little shit. And she needed to have some domness in her life, like on her own. Terms. I forgot that I thought about that while I was watching. Absolutely. I was like, I would watch them have sex for yeah. sure. Mm. Lawrence Olivier and Jane, uh, Joan Fontaine. Yeah. Absolutely. If she put really on, I watched them fuck. Hell yeah. Mm. Fucking peace and just went to town on him. Yeah. That, that would get me through. Her the and Mrs. God. Danvers. What do you think Mrs. <laughs> Danvers was into? God, I can only She, oh, scat. So does this movie get <laughs> a pretzel? Does this movie get a pretzel? Push that out of your brain. Push it. Push right on past <laughs> Let's we're get out of like this shockwave, yes, guys. No. <laughs> Yeah, we're exactly the same. She was like into Scat. I think Which is great. I think she, Good oh, for her. absolutely. And I totally think she was letting play. Oh, duh, Rebecca mm. was pissing all over <laughs> oh, Mrs. Danvers. Yeah. That, yeah. That like I watched her undressing it in the tub. Yeah. Pissing and then she that. peed on me. Yeah. yeah. I hope no one ever plans to run for okay, office well, that's one, in this room. Oh, we would Lots of people pee in the tub, <laughs> Brennan. I think that's But like when there's a bathroom, it's just gonna mix in Not, with all your other stuff. Well, but if you're into pee, you're really piss care. play, it doesn't matter. You well, if you're into piss play, wouldn't, wouldn't you want it on you and not just like diluted? You're like, I actually want it diluted and soaking like, into every pore of my body. I was Fair just going to say something awful. Ooh, what <laughs> was it? Just have Mrs. Danvers just goes in there daily to the point where it's filled, and that's when Rebecca was like soaking in it. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to take a piss Bad. Oh yeah. my god! She's like, fill the tub for me. Yeah, I have been attack of the queer wolf. Where yeah. You get all the best Hitchcock analysis. I, I have thirty-eight been. gallons of water next to your bed, Mrs. Danvers. You... <laughs> I have been wow. such a vocal proponent of the vulgarity on this podcast. It's true, and I think I'm switching sides on this I one. Oh, you got oh me going. God. I can't stop now. What does this movie get a pride float? Um, I I wrote that it did. But that is only if we can get whoever does the Macy's Day Parade, like, blow up. <laughs> I would like to see a huge blow up Mrs. Danvers. Oh, great. <laughs> you know, floating through the sky with just a hand that kind of moves up and down behind, like, a sheath of lingerie. Oh. Like, oh see, right see right through it. See right through it. See right through it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Or a Mrs. Danvers, you know, play party. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, Danvers play. <laughs> you show up and it's like smiling is forbidden. <laughs> you know that piece, I could see Mrs. Danvers doing that, like Hell having yeah. her friends over and they all have to act like her. Yeah, boot blacking. She, There's just yeah. all kinds of stuff and happening. She's like Ooh. judging them on their yeah. Mrs. Danverness. Oh yeah. Wouldn't you would love go. to go to a club called Manderley though? Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I want to. I want a real housewives of Manderley. We didn't discuss that more. Shared universe. There's, I mean, yeah. There's, a, there's such a. There's, what, didn't you, did, did you say Rebecca's such a Kyle Richards? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's such a Kyle Richards. And right? I feel like I feel my sister even at the bottom of a boat. My sister watches the New York one, and I feel like the second Mrs. Danvers is the one that said like, "I made it nice." Like, <laughs> She's Camille Kramer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Is that it? Is it just, no, she's no, not, she's in she's Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. Yeah, Brendan, Brendan. Wow, is what is okay? going on is with me? Right? You know, it's not. I actually I put a lot of value on you do. Saying You've people's mentioned names. that before. Yeah, well, I, correctly. Although I did pronounce Blumhouse wrong for like a year and a half, so that's fine. That's fine but, Brennan, um, Brennan oh. should get to call you Ray or something. <laughs> 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 You're a yeah, Ray of sunshine, Becky. But, um, <laughs> 
No, actually, I, I do the same thing. Like, I try not to get mad when people get my name wrong because it happens literally all the time. Um, I mean, my Instagram handle is based off that the burning Clem is something that someone called me. Um, Clem. Yeah. My niece, his name is is Brenna, and she gets Brenda. Oh yeah, it's rough. I've gotten every permutation of that, so I, I just kind of respond to anything that kind of rhymes with it or starts with a B. I, I do. A I do apologize. No, thank you. you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I think it's time to wrap up. <laughs> but wrap up what? I was gonna say uh, about Rebecca. I did no, we watch it. We haven't gotten yeah, to Brenna. vlogging yet. What? I did watch it. <laughs> I watched it for the first time to prep for this podcast and to get clips. Oh, thank and you, thank you for bringing you it. She actually my died life. by oh. Mrs. Danvers choking her out during one. Yep, I'm just gonna keep talking. So um, <laughs> I do think that um, this is the sequel to every Jane Austen novel. Oh, like if she wow. had continued past the wedding in any of her books, it would just be this. Good. Whoa, good. I now love... that you mention that, what is? Becky 2's future. Oh. Pegging. Didn't we talk about this? Good. Hopefully. Hope so. God, I hope so. Maxim or somebody else? As Maxim. many people as she wants. Yeah. But hopefully at least Maxim. Mm-hmm. Becky with the good peg. Becky with the good <laughs> peg. <laughs> okay. Where can we find y'all on Twitter and Instagram? <laughs> Okay, wait. You know what? Let me do this. You can find Nay on Instagram at Black Cupcake, B L A K K Cupcake. You can find her art Insta at Gaudy Los Angeles. That's G A D Y Los Angeles. You can find Michael on Instagram at Michael Ken Ken One. Yes, sir. And on Twitter at Michael Ken Ken. Mark just canceled his Twitter, but you can find him on Instagram at Senior Teen. And you can find the show at Queer Wolf Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter at It's Raining Brands. Thank you so much for listening to Queer Wolf Podcast. I'm not letting these people talk anymore. Goodbye. No, you know, Mrs. Danvers is definitely into candle wax. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes, 100%. Yes. Poppers. <laughs> She's totally into wax. Duh. 100%. <laughs>